Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey besties, welcome back to Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So as we are recording today, you guys know we record like a couple days before we release. Um, Virgil, who you guys probably know as the designer from Louis Vuitton, has died. Um, He had like some rare form of cancer, like cardiac angiosarcoma, which he had been battling um, with over the, I guess, like the past couple of years. But today he unfortunately passed, which we are devastated about because we are obsessed with streetwear. And that was like Virgil's thing was like bring streetwear to, to fashion. Um, so, you know, it's, it's devastating. It's a, it's a hard hit for the fashion community. So Virgil, thanks for everything that you've done, all the influence that you've brought to the fashion industry and all of your creative designs and forward thinking designs, you will be definitely missed. Um, so moving on to one of Virgil's friends, actually Kanye West. So while Virgil's out here making history, Kanye is begging for his wife back. Yep. He so he just shared a picture of it was a throwback pic of him and Kim kissing. And he's basically is just saying, you know, be, being Kanye, saying he wants her back. How fucking weird. Like, can you imagine like one of your exes just like posts a picture of you guys kissing on their story? I'd be like, this is absolutely inappropriate. Like, especially because she's Kim's in a relationship with Pete right, Davidson she's dating someone new right so, now. So, like, that's so fucking weird. So the headline it's a it said Kanye West says God will bring Kim and him back together, um, inspire millions. West West tagged the publication, um, t- tag team Z as well as his ex-wife. So, like, yeah, if you got a tag from your ex and you would just like, I'm pretty sure what Kanye the tagging me in? unfollowed Kim too. He did. He, he did. unfollowed her. And posted a picture of them kissing and tagged yes. her in it. And then he, so also um, Kanye gave like a detailed speech when he was dropping off meals in LA at a mission. Um, he said, the narrative God wants is to see that we can be redeemed in all these relationships. We've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I publicly done things that were not acceptable as a husband, but right now today, for whatever reason, I didn't know I was going to be in front of this mic, but I'm here to change the narrative. (laughs) So it just makes me laugh. West added, if the enemy can separate Kim Ye, there's going to be millions of families that feel like that separation is okay. But when God brings Kim Ye together, there's going to be millions of families that are going to be influenced to see that they can overcome the work of the separation of trauma the devil has used to capitalize to keep people in misery while people step over homeless people to go to the Gucci store. Oh, so I'm glad he like was able to tie it back to the actual reason he was there. Can you, because can you can imagine you are a homeless person, you're at the fucking mission, you just want a, a warm meal, a meal for Thanksgiving, and here's fucking Kanye talking about his relationship. And Referring the to himself as Kim Ye. It's, as his I would couple's just be name. Like, you know what? Keep the food. I'll starve. It's no problem. <laughs> okay, like I'm not, I am not here for this i also need you to just shut the fuck up like i'm starving dude only kanye can turn something like 
about a mission, like the thing that has nothing to do with him and make it all That's about why him. when I was reading it, I was laughing because I was just like, is this like literally for real? But I like shouldn't be shocked. Well, I like obviously. skimmed over this like article about this particular speech and I don't it didn't even click in my mind that this was on a mission. And so <laughs> now that I'm hearing this, I'm like. Okay, this is like extra <laughs> fucking crazy. Right. Like, and literally, and when he said when the devil wants to separate us, I literally was just thinking, like, he's probably just means Chris Jenner. Like trying to, <laughs> like, tr- trying to separate Kim. But I'm like, okay, he's saying that, you know, they have to get back together basically to show people all this shit. But I'm like, who the fuck is modeling the relationship after Kim Ye? Right. I I would hope like no one I like mean, you don't like, need to show us anything just right. separate and move on and then so according to people magazine Wes also shared that he's moved into a house near his family he but he feels like he needs to be back home well she just bought you the fuck out of that house so I don't know if you're going to be going quote-unquote home anytime soon or ever Forever. So I, I don't know, like, I feel like, but then apparently I was reading on Des Moines today that he was at dinner with Marilyn Manson and he was like saying like how all these hot girls are texting him right now and stuff. And I was like, okay, I guess he is Kanye West. Like, obviously girls are going to be fucking texting him. Like, but I'm like, don't you want your fucking family back? But I guess like Kim is dating someone else so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's dated people. I I thought he had a fucking girlfriend right now. I thought he did too. It was like some random model bitch. I've never heard of her. Yeah. I mean, but I don't imagine if you are dating him and this is like what he's saying. I would never date someone who's like, oh, I need to get back together with my ex-wife to be the model for every doomed relationship out there. Like, are you kidding? It just, it comes off as really like stalkerish to me, you know, like, it's a li- yeah, like it's, it's, it's very stalkerish. Kanye is very grand gesturous, grand gesture. And I'm like, this you is, know? A, but this isn't even like a grand gesture. It's not like, <laughs> like a tag. He read it out like, like a, a stadium and like, right. you know, bought you something like, like no, Kim, he's literally just like going on public platforms, not even public platforms, he's going, going to a mission. Um, and being like I'm begging for my wife back like my kids want this family together when I'm like you had so many chances to have your family together but once Kim didn't want you that's when you wanted her and that tells me that's an obsession of like like not being able to read the room no no because (laughs) there is no like he has no self-awareness of anyone (laughs) but himself like it's right it's like if I'm feeling this way if I'm then I need to let everyone know right now they need to know and it's It's, always it's always the wrong place the wrong time like when he was running for president and he's like yeah we almost aborted north like is this the place to be giving this information no is the mission the right place to be talking about your wife and your separation no probably not always the wrong time like if you want to talk about abortions (laughs) I don't know like go to fucking Texas with those sociopaths like like this is not the place it wasn't even like he was talking about that as like a platform he was running on whether he you know like in politics whether you're for or against it it was just like a random like word vomit he has the worst word vomit (laughs) and as a person that also has it like I get it Kanye I get it I say things and I'm like oh I just said that uh yeah I mean you guys these edit these episodes are edited so you're (laughs) this is what you're getting edited so you can't even imagine what it is truly but like yeah I even I know better 
like at least I know the right place in the right some time. self-awareness I have right. some self-awareness it's not right. always about Jennifer just 90% of the time <laughs> it's a hundred percent about Kanye always I mean I'm sure Kim is just like this is just con- I think she's used to it I honestly don't think she's even thinking about it like I don't even think she's giving it a second thought like yeah maybe yeah well and then after Thanksgiving so after he went to the mission and just ruined a bunch of people's day. Um, then he did like a five minute video titled Thanksgiving prayer. And this wasn't even a, this wasn't a prayer. This was just more ranting about like how he wants his family back together. Um, how he's like, what he's thankful for this year's family, which is nice. Like that's great Mm -hmm. um but like he was saying that he like really loves his like youngest child because it's a mix of his two favorite things me and my wife's face and I'm like hey what about the other three kids some I think looks the least like Kanye or Kim no like yeah some I don't know other ones yeah the other ones do look like they came from Kim and Kanye and then the other one like I was like this doesn't even look like like North looks Oh, it's Kanye's child. And And then then Chicago is is Kim's twin. And then I think Saint is definitely a mix. And then Psalm is just just like, who are you? We don't know. know But but Kanye thinks it's, I was like, wait, what? Like that doesn't even like. Just shows you the delusion. See? Delusion. (laughs) But he was like, all I think about every day is how I get my family back together and how I heal the pain that I've caused. I take accountability for my actions. New word alert, misactions. The one thing that all my successes and failures have in common is me. And I'm like, true, 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 true. He has, there's some self-awareness. Yeah. So, I mean, his prayer is that God will bring him and Kim back together and inspire the millions. So, I mean, I do think they're soulmates. I do. I really still to this day do. I think maybe we don't always end up with our soulmates, but like, I do think they're meant to be together. I just don't think it's going to happen. I do too, but I think like she's not going to end up with Pete Davidson. Let's be real. This this. is a pure rebound. This is not anything. I mean, he's 27, 28 years old. She's 41. She's 41 with four kids. Like, I don't think this is her match. But I, think I don't, I don't, for the I don't time think being. so either. You know, obviously like this is just a fling. Right. I, Kanye is like, I don't know. I I have mixed emotions about Kanye, Kimye's relationship Kimye. just because I'm like, yeah, I do feel like they're soulmates, but I feel like Kanye is not in the right like headspace to have a soulmate. <laughs> so like, no, if he can stop being so selfish 24 seven, then yeah, maybe they could work. And I wouldn't want to even be his partner now because all he's like, I said, he's obsessed with his ex-wife. So it's like, well, and it's like, I feel like their relationship very much stems on Kanye's obsession. You know, like either he's obsessed with her or he wants nothing to do with her. Yeah. So like towards the end of their marriage, he wanted nothing to do with her. So he's completely separated himself, but like beginning when she was in other relationships and it always seems like when she's in other relationships, he gets an obsession. The Mm -hmm. same thing when he was, she was with Chris Humphreys and he was like obsessed with her and was like, this is my wife. And like, so I feel like he just like, I don't know. He, I mean, obviously he has bipolar disorder, but he definitely has no in-betweens. Like it's either I'm obsessed with Kim and she will be mine or I want nothing to do with her. Well, he's also not medicated because that stifles his creative process. Right. And, but like, honestly, maybe if he was medicated, like they would actually have a shot, but since he doesn't want to do that, like, I don't see that happening for them. 
And I know he's like in a point in his life where he wants to be creative and he wants to try to like be the best artist that he can be. And if his medication stifles that, like, okay, don't take it, you know, up to you, but like, just know that you're not going to be able to have your family right now. Right. Like there's just going to be, that's the the trade-off. Exactly. So it just depends what you want. Right. You can't have it all, unfortunately. And then, okay. So have you been seeing all the TikToks that are like Kim and P are like a publicity stunt? Yes. And I, I'm on the fence about it. Right. I I could see both. Yeah. So what I really think happened is like Pete and Kim did meet and they did kind of like each other and start up a little bit of a fling. But I think with the Travis Scott drama that's happening, they, Chris Jenner, because she's a manipulator between behind all everything right. that goes on. She's really like pushed to make it extremely public to kind of distract from that. So I don't think it started out as a publicity stunt, but I do think that it is being like Chris Jenner working used, time. yeah, as a publicity stunt. And it's like they're definitely making it known. Like he was seen, they were seen at dinner, and he had a hickey on his neck, which like Kim doesn't strike me as like one to give a hickey. So that was like interesting. And I'm like, hey, you guys are very trying to make this known. Like we're together. Check out this cool hickey I have on my yeah. neck. Um, reminds me of like seventh grade how everyone right. like, wanted a hickey. But it's like ve- it's like very Courtney Travis like high school relationship where it was like where it's just like what the fuck is this? Like yeah. and like immature. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I mean, very it literally. School. I bet if Courtney was never with Travis. Kim would have never ended a relationship like this. She no, would have been oh, like, never, never. Men- Do you remember those like rumors that she, she was, was like dating Dan Jones? Yes, yes, Dan Jones. That's she who she, was, that's who she should be with. Yes. Really, that's like. I feel like that's definitely like her fucking level. Like Pete's not 100%. her level, but I feel like Courtney got so much like publicity, publicity, and mm-hmm. like favor. Like everyone loves Courtney now, whereas before, like everyone was kind of not fucking with Courtney. Right. But, like everyone loves her now since she started dating Travis, and so uh-huh. she's like, okay, well, maybe I'll get myself a little Travy. Yeah, and then seeing how like popular Megan and MGK are together, like it's definitely yeah. like the right recipe to date right. him. Because like right now, what's in like skinny tall white boys? Right. That's that's right a thing. with tattoos. Like mm-hmm. it's in. It's a thing right now. So she's just hopping on that trend and like even right. getting her ass reduced. Like I feel like we're sh- the Kardashians. I know her and Chloe's asses are half the size they half were. Half the size because I feel like they set trends obviously, and the trend is moving away from their. T- typical like athlete rapper black man and like you know black style thing and it's moving towards the skinny white dudes and like with a skinny white dude like they typically aren't into like big old fat asses you know it's just like it's like what well first of all it's just crazy the asses they had before and they were like this is that was natural too much that That was and they were like no this is natural but their arms and legs and stomachs have stayed the same size throughout (laughs) the whole time and then kim tries to post like just because i don't post all the time that i'm working out doesn't mean i'm not working into overdrive it feels so good when my body's sore and i know it's working i'm like shut up it's just because you got your ass reduced you want us to think you're just losing a shit ton of weight because you're working out so hard you're not working out any harder we know it just stop we know you guys work out hard we know that yeah. but your asses aren't gonna stay these big juicy fat asses when all your body shrinks and then now all of a sudden your asses are shrinking and you, your, the rest and of your body I, stays I mean, the same. it's not a coincidence that she posts workout videos 24 7 and then she stops for a while and then her ass is smaller and like, had to make it a point 
of right. why she's not posting. Exactly. And, then Chloe, and I'm like, like, oh, I'm sore too, Kim, from my lipo. So, <laughs> you know, like, right. I get it, girl. And Kim's, and then Chloe's butt looked so much smaller in her bodysuit. Um, that she, the Skims bodysuit, um, by Fendi. Oh, yeah. that she and was she looks phenomenal. She looks like, great, she looks really good. But it's just really funny that like now they are totally changing that. And then it was like even like the whole hand holding shot that Pete and Kim had, like they literally held hands for one second to get the shot. And if you saw the video, they dropped hands immediately. It was the weirdest handhold because it wasn't, it was just for the one shot. And then they stopped right. holding hands. They're always in skim attire, which is like right. so fucking strategic. So it's like, yeah, a lot of these things do seem like very PR ish, but otherwise like it's it just a huge been, coincidence. Yeah. I feel like it would have been like, I I think the the little fling would have still happened without the PR shit. Like, but I do think it would have been like a shorter, like couple hookups. Like they're just seen here and there. I think now they're, they're just like making it more than what it is for the media, which, you know, they're yeah. trying to distract. I mean, their Hulu Travis shows Scott. coming out. Hulu's coming out. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott's going through some shit. So they're trying <laughs> to protect Kylie. Yeah. And you know, so I, I mean, mean and now they all it, had but... their um TikToks come out, like Kim and North, True and Chloe, Penelope and uh Courtney. Like so I saw a TikTok that was like Chris Jenner is working overtime, like Kylie is losing millions by the day, like she's getting the youngest to start working. <laughs> it's she, Chris was like literally like let's wait till they hit eight or something, and then yeah. let's solicit let's, the let's fuck start out work, of them. Let's start putting them to work because <laughs> that's like when Kylie and Kendall got on the show, they were like eight years old. Yeah, I think, I think that's when Kendall or she's Kylie like, oh, was. what's the hottest thing with the children? Okay, how can we tap that market? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then I love how Kendall was like, I like how everyone like thinks our family is like these big masterminds of like publicity. And we're not I'm like your mother is Kris Jenner. We know she's the queen of public. Like it's okay to be really good at something. Like, she's Chris great is at really it. good at that. Phenomenal. The best there is. I don't There's know why she just no doesn't better. embrace it. There's I would no one better Chris. than Kris Jenner. No one ever. She should write a fucking book and I would follow she it. Should. Step by step. I mean, look, they're fucking billionaires in that family. So I think it's fine. Literally from nothing. Like they were barely scraping the other pennies at the point when they got their show to billionaires, which is wild. And it's all due to Kris Jenner. Yeah. Kim's sex tape started it, but like Kris Jenner was the actual star. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And leveraged it and has maintained it. Right. So go Chris. Chris. I mean- we're distracted. Look, we're talking about <laughs> Kim and so Pete luckily, right now. I, do, I know. And I feel like she doesn't have to make up any sort of publicity stuff with Kanye. Like he will figure right. his shit out. He will right. make sure that there is something in the media. Well, the devil doesn't him. want them together. So. Well, as you know. he's hanging out with fucking Marilyn Manson. Like, <laughs> right. okay. Hypocrite. <laughs> like, okay. Um, so yes. Yeah, so moving on, we're going to do our reality roundup basically of our favorite shows this week. Um, so Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is full of drama. And I love how they're just all going in on Jen Shaw this week and like finally spilling the details on things that have been bothering them about her besides her arrest. So well, I just feel like these bitches are all so next level fake because it's like as soon as something happened with Jen, they don't even know the full story. Like 
Jen, it could have been like the police were like looking to, I don't know. It could be something that they don't understand. Right. Mm -hmm. We obviously know what the situation is and they're completely correct, but it could not be that, but they are literally turning left and right. Like they just are like, fuck Jen. Like I'm calling my lawyer. Lisa's making everything about her. Jen did comment something funny. Jen said, well, you, you flipped faster than a pancake, um, on Lisa's story. (laughs) Right. It's, it is wild to me. And I know Jen's not a good person. So like, I can see that, but like, damn, like, is there not one person that's like, you guys, we don't even know the, her side well, of Jenny, the story. Jenny. And Jenny doesn't even know her. Jenny doesn't even know Jen. So they're still in Vermont, you guys right now, like, um, while Jen's currently arrested and they're still in Vermont. They're like, so it starts off again. It picks up with them having the conversation at the table with what's going on. Jenny's like, we still don't know anything. Like we're like, we really still don't, we only know like what's being reported, but we don't know whether it's true or not, obviously, but like, they're all flipping really quick. (laughs) Like, but like, Jenny doesn't know Jen like she only knows her like from what she's been with that season so the other girls have like way more history with her yeah and and it's like it's still you still don't know like it could be something completely different than what you think it is and Lisa just like I don't know something about Lisa just irks the shit out of me like I like cannot stand her this season yeah I mean like so Jen stole from old people we know this so it's like or this is what she's been accused of. Well, this of. is what she's been, yeah, accused of. Allegedly, she stole from old people. Yeah. So, like, the old people are the victims. Yeah, here's Lisa being, like, crying and being like, Jen betrayed me and deceived me. And all. I'm like, deceived you? Who the fuck are you? Yeah, she's very hurt by this. But it's like, she wasn't arrested for deceiving you. Right. Like, she nothing wasn't- to do with you. Yeah. So, first back up a little bit so meredith is telling the like telling the girls how one of jenna's jen's assistants shoplifted a clutch from the store so that's already like she was jen was kind of already on her radar for that which like the guy and jen have come forward saying like that's not true but then we literally saw video footage of it and i'm like that's weird that you guys are both gonna lie to all of us when we literally watched on the show the footage of him stealing and um heather even said on watch what happens live that she used to take cash tips he used to work for her this um particular guy and used to take cash tips from jen which was not allowed at beauty lab you're not allowed to take cash tips it's stealing and of course Jen took him right in and was like, oh, another thief, another stealer from like attracts like. I mean, exactly. You can like hold it. Maybe she has something over his head, like his shoplifting stuff. And so it makes him loyal to her, which would be very and she's all about loyalty. She is. But also, Meredith, I feel like is so disingenuous too, because if she knew this, she knew, like, we could all see that video. That guy obviously shoplifted from her store. Jen kept him employed. She, and I, you can't tell me that Meredith didn't know about Jen's stealing stuff or like a little bit about what was going on, maybe not the full story. And yet she still like brought Jen around her friends, around her family, around her kids. And now that this, like, she, Jen's been arrested and everything. She's like, do not invite Jen anywhere. Like I will not be around her. She's not a lot around my kids, but I'm like, you knew this the whole time. And now all of a sudden you're going to be like big and bad and be well, like, I don't Jen think she can't knew come. the extent of it, but she did. She did hire a private investigator that she revealed, but that was like for something else. It was because she was getting like threatening text messages. This was after last season um, when Jen like felt like all the girls were against her because of her own actions that she couldn't take accountability 
responsibility for. And Lisa even said that she was receiving like these like crazy text messages and they knew it was Jen because she spelled because B C U Z. (laughs) So like they knew it was her or whatever. So, and like Whitney was like, what the fuck? I've never, like, why would you be friends with someone if you had to hire a private investigator to, to go with your point? You know right. what it's, she's basically saying like, I've never had a friend where I felt the need. I had to hire a private investigator. So like you said, like, if you are going to be friends with someone, even but like, this is just because of her character as a person, not even like who she is, not even like her arrest yet. Like, right. I don't want to be friends with someone who knew I knew all these things about. Right. And I feel like I would have cut her off after her employees stole from me. Before I would have cut I her needed, off. Uh, before I needed to hire a private investigator. Right. And I would have, if I had to hire a private investigator, I would have cut her off then. But then now this is like the straw that bo- broke the camel's back. Like, <laughs> to be honest, this has nothing to do with any of you on the show. Nothing but they all feel it. like it is. They, all, they like, really do. <laughs> right. They are all like, it's a, like, it's a personal attack. Like Jen went on the roof and sniped each one of them. Mm-hmm. Like this has nothing to do with you. And now everyone's kind and of And Whitney's like, like, if you know anything, you need to tell us because our lives could be in danger. And I was like, wait, how are <laughs> any of your lives in, are in danger? That's like you just being like, I want to know everything you know about this girl. Give me all the gossip right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just be like, just tell me. Yeah. Your lives are in danger. Jen didn't go out and murder a bunch of people. <laughs> no. That's like being like, oh this guy is I mean I guess she did say she was gonna drown Whitney in a lake once so I'm with okay but if Whitney wasn't concerned then I don't think she should be concerned now (laughs) right like Like, I just feel like this is like too dramatic for like what's happening and then like they all just start piling on like giving all these details about Jen's life that really have nothing to do with her case but it's like Keep spilling the tea because I am sipping. It's like, like literally like your old like wives tales and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, so it like, doesn't even make sense. So like um, Heather is like, yeah, well, so the other day Jen came over to my house and she abandoned her Uber on the side of the road. And then Lisa like implied it was like to go meet up with another man. And she was like, Jen completely blew her, um, blew up on her off camera um, after her son's photo shoot um, because like Lisa brought up um, someone that like Jen didn't like or whatever. And then um, Heather says like when, uh, that she's going to still be friends with her, even if she gets put in jail. And she was like, well, when the rest of the world walks out, like, um, I'm still going to be there for her. And I was like, okay, wait, you guys are all being like, she's a potential cheater. She's a theft or thief. Like, okay. And I was wondering, like, as they were telling these stories, I'm like, I was waiting for it to connect. Cause I was just like, like, oh, you know, Jen abandoned her Uber. And I thought she's going to be like, Oh, because she was meeting up with someone that was like also a, a telemarketing scammer or something, or something. Right. you know, like something like that. And, and I'm then like Lisa's like, on the, edge like of my for the dick, basically. I was <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, her husband's gone most of the time. I'd probably have some side. They were just too. like, I, I don't know if it was like they were just trying to show like Jen's character as a person as shit. Cause like, I think maybe that and was maybe it. we just live in like a culture, but like just me because- and you, Katie, that's like those <laughs> things just happen every day. And like, to them, it's like, oh my God, like this person's doing these things. That means that they are the worst sinner in the world. They are below but the But I church. wouldn't be like, oh, Je- if Jennifer did all these things, I wouldn't be like, uh, yeah, she's, but she's also like frauding old people. Like I would be like, okay, where's the correlation to this? Right. Like, so you're just saying she's a terrible human being. I get it. But like, we already knew that about her. Right. Like <laughs> if something happened to you, I would, or like you did something bad. I wouldn't like bring up the crazy shit you did back just in ran- 2014. Oh, do you remember when Katie did this? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Okay. Well, did she defraud people right after that? Did it lead to her like scamming? Where's the defrauding? Like, where is it? Like, it just doesn't. Okay. There- she's she sucks some guys dick on the side of the road. Where's the like, telemarketing? Okay. Yeah. And then wasn't was an old like, guy who she had nothing. his credit card. Like it was the weirdest. So it was, I mean, like I said, loved it. Keep, keep spilling the beans. Cause it's entertaining for us, but there was just no correlation. So then the rest of the episode, like you'll see Jen meets up with her lawyer and she is sticking to her guns to that story that she is innocent. She's like, um, so this is what she like the, her lawyer's like, obviously you're innocent. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, and Jen goes, I'm thinking Sharif is sick and I'm going home. Um, so she's like still saying like that call was about Sharif that she had. And then I'm like, okay, but if it really was, why would you have Whitney turn off your mic? True. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if someone was like, oh, your family member is sick, I wouldn't be like, turn off my mic. Like, I would just be like, Hey, I gotta go. Right. I wouldn't That's think true. about, I wouldn't think about my mic situation. If a family member was sick, I would just like, fucking. And, I mean, maybe they didn't want to tell her like exactly what was happening because they knew that she was filming. So maybe yeah. it like, was one of her assistants that was like, turn off your mic. And she turned off her mic. And then they're like, Sharif sick. You have to come home now or something. Yeah. And she didn't know until she got in the car, but I don't know. I just feel like she had to know like that something was coming and yeah. her biggest like thing is like, so basically what she does is she collects data. So like, you know, those cookies that whenever you shop online or do anything on the internet, you like people collect your cookies to learn user data about you so that they can better target you in the future for things that you might be interested in and like Mm -hmm. products you might want to buy. So what she did was collect all those cookies, collect all that user data and figure out which data was from people that were like old or like couldn't make sound decisions for themselves or like easy targets and then would specifically sell that data to people that were doing bad stuff like stealing credit cards and whatever so she didn't technically herself defraud or steal from anyone but she gave other people the information to steal from others so i'm like you're obviously implicated like that just sounds guilty to me especially if you you knew what you were doing Oh, yeah. But according to her, the only thing she's guilty of is just being too good of a person and too giving. (laughs) You're giving away information is what you're doing so people can be uh, targets of fraud. Like, but she, but that's like what a narcissist does. They like genuinely have such a false sense of reality where like their reality is like real and like they don't think like anyone else around them is correct and like they genuinely just think like they see the good and all and like twist what is actually happening I think she just like doesn't physically like she doesn't know how to take accountability for anything no not at all her actions her emotions nothing like it's everyone else's fault it's everyone else she's just such a good person it's just like how can no one else see that (laughs) like what well, and then now, like, it and was I'm like, the FBI gets involved when you're too good of a person. I've that's oh, a new one. The FBI is coming for me. Oh, <laughs> they better be knocking on I'm my door. So nice. <laughs> yes. Hey, FBI. <laughs> I gave some money to a homeless man the other day. You're coming that's for me. So nice. I that was, I actually just lied because I, I didn't do that. But <laughs> I, she reported a robbery. I'm a narcissist too. I you did. Were, you I did. did. I walked past a car and I was getting carjacked and these people were 
carjacking this car. So I thought, so I called the cops like a, a straight up Karen and was like, Hey, they are one is a man with brown hair. He's six foot slim build late twenties. The car they're stealing from is a late model black Honda civic likely year 2001 <laughs> through 2003. The robbery is in progress. Like they were like, Oh, these are great details. And then, so I like left because I didn't want to be involved. You know, you don't want to be at the scene of the crime. She didn't want to be involved, but she just gave him every detail. Possible. Right. And then I walked back like an hour later and the robbers were still sitting in the car. So I think that they probably owned that car. So- oh, why did you think they were carjacking then? Because they were like opening, trying to open all the doors and none of them were opening. So maybe they were Do just locked out. you think they lost out. their keys? I think so. Because they they actually, like, you know that thing that you stick in your car window to unlock? Yeah. Like you can use a hanger or whatever. They were doing that. So I thought, like, why would you be doing that if you own that car? But maybe they just got locked out. I guess if they did own that car, they wouldn't want to break the windows. Yeah. And in San Francisco, I see a lot of breaking of the windows. Right. So but I will I, take accountability for my actions. Jen, if you're listening, this is how you do it. But you I still don't know really... that they could have just been chilling in the car and they could still be robbers. You don't know. They, maybe they didn't know what to do once they were inside. <laughs> like maybe they couldn't get it like carjacked, you know, like how you like. like no one like grand theft autos things in San Francisco. Like they just steal, oh, they the just steal out of it. and they're out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so, I guess you don't know. You tried to do a good thing. I okay? apologize for being a Karen. Um, I should have minded my business and we'll do. No, I think that's nice of you to be honest. That is, I would be like, that's really nice. Yeah. I'm sure the police hate me. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. Um, Sorry for everyone involved. But anyways, I take accountability for my actions mm -hmm. and that's how you do that. But yeah, so that was the nice thing that I did this week for no one. (laughs) exactly exactly um okay back to salt lake guys sorry we just had to share that good samaritan story story. (laughs) um so then they go back to the girls trip and it basically just kind of ends like with mary and whitney like getting into it mary is like not cut out for these girls trips can we just say that and mary doesn't really drink fine she's like literally a weirdo like she's just (laughs) like she's just not she has to I'm like, why are you here? Like, she's only made to like sit inside her closets at home and like do not and like defraud people herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like crazy. She's out here saying like, oh, I knew Jen was like bad news. I knew she was a bad person. I could tell she was drama, blah, blah, blah. But she's like having what are you doing that's any different than what Jen's doing? Remortgage her house and give her Mary $300,000. Exactly. To be honest, I think Jen's a little bit more creative with her stealing than Mary. So I would put Jen a level up than Mary. Mary's putting God into this. Mary's putting God into people and into herself, into other people, Mm -hmm. and then defrauding people that which she personally knows and rely on her to me. Yeah. It seems worse to me. At least Jen's defrauding strangers. And I think on tonight's episode, they're going to get more into it with Mary and like go at her with like accusations from the church, which like fucking finally, because like come after her, not just Jen. Like I know Jen's arrested, but like Mary is a terrible person too at her own church. Horrible person. And then they, She's this season they had allegedly. Yeah. One of her like ex- members of her church this guy Cameron came and told um Lisa and she was at he was at Lisa's party he told Meredith that like 
he used to be at belong to Mary's church for like seven years and to like basically watch out for her because she's like telling people she's God and she's doing some really harmful things. And he said that he's like praying for healing for everyone just because like her shit's real crazy. And then he, he turns up dead, not saying yes, that he, it like, died. he died. Yeah. He died in like June, 2021, which is a couple months after he told them that I mean but he to be honest I don't know why he died I don't I'm not either. saying it's Mary they haven't released his cause of death but, but I a lot do of know he's had a cults. brain tumor in the past oh okay well I mean not to be a conspiracy theorist but just like playing devil's advocate a lot of times when you go against the cults you end up dead <laughs> right I mean it could be a cult thing it could be a brain tumor it could we be don't know. we don't know we it could be something know. in between he could have gotten hit by a bus or something we don't yes. know yes but like, we're just saying it's a little weird that like three months after he says some shit like right. this, some cryptic shit, then he's dead. Mary would just probably say, well, that was God's will and karma. Right. And I'm sure she's karma like for preaching going about it. Mary. Yeah. At her church, like Cameron left. Like, see what USC happens died. when you leave? Yes. Yeah. What happens when you leave? God the left him. God wasn't with him anymore and he died. So yeah. you should never leave. Wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. God, she's um, so fucking sick. Go fuck your grandpa. <laughs> Who she has in her phone is dad. And I was, I told Jennifer, like, I was like, I think she forgot to put grand in front of that. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird. Forgot to put granddad. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely check out Salt Lake City. And then Bravo just finished. Um, this week was the summer finale or summer season finale of Winter House. Yeah, it was only six episodes because they were only on Super vacation for 17 weeks. days. Okay. So, but, you know, it, I feel like it was a good thing and I hope they continue with shows like this. Totally. I, I thought it was good. good to watch, but, you know, there's a lot of things that went a down. A lot of and drama we for two that, and a half weeks. Right. And we talked about this in the past, but like the biggest theme in this past episode was Sierra and Austin's relationship or whatever yeah, that whatever is. Whatever it is. Situationship, whatever. Yeah, they were going strong. And then Madison texted him, which she, who he had have blocked, blocked, but then decided yeah. to unblock, unblock her, her because her friend reached out to him saying she was sick or something like that. I'm like, people get sick. It's fucking COVID time. And it's not everyone's girlfriend sick. anymore. And then we find out before he even left for this trip, she like gave him a kiss on the cheek and was like, don't forget about me. I'm like, you're emotionally manipulative as fuck. And so is Austin. And that's why you two are psychos and perfect he's for each other. He's obsessed with it because he's, yeah, he's emotionally manipulative too. Like so he wants to be around do it that. together. And then it's it's like this explosive relationship. So then like, um, it kind of, it picks up from last episode where Austin's like feeling sorry for himself because of Madison and everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with Austin? And Sierra doesn't really know what's going on. And so she goes up to him and like, oh, she's talking like a fucking baby. And I want to throw up. I hate her baby voice. I hate it. I can't stand it. I don't know why when girls like guys, they all of a sudden like just start talking like this. And it's like, well, you can tell I me whatever, like- Austin, you can tell me I'm right here. Stop. Like, that's literally Stop. what it is. And I was like, you were normal on yeah. fucking summer house. You were normal Sierra when you don't like anyone. went way too hard. Ugh. She went way too fucking hard. When girls pull out the baby voice, that's when you know it's like an obsession, not like it's I bad. actually like you. Yeah. If I actually like you, I'm going to talk like my normal voice and I don't care how annoying it sounds. 100%. But my baby voice is like probably because you're uncomfortable. 
Right. Yeah. 100%. And then the fact that, like, I'm sweating. You like, guys, I'm literally full blown sweating right now doing this baby voice. It makes me that sick to me. It's, it's uncomfortable. And it's then the fact that she cries when talking about him is just too much for me. In two weeks? I mean, I know you can really get to know someone when you're that close together, like, you know, and every day but and Austin, but Austin, she's like, in love with an idea. It's yes. not, she doesn't actually like Austin because Austin is not available as a person. And Austin that is reminds me, that's very, not, that reminds me of, um, what's that show outer banks where she's like, you like the idea of me topper, oh, you yes. like the idea of me. You don't actually want to be with me. I think right. she was just like excited that she was like finally interested in someone and they had this like cutesy little relationship, but like didn't realize it was with Austin. See, and I feel like this, is, and we've all fallen into this trap. Like Katie, I know that you have because I'm your friend. Okay, cool. <laughs> I've fallen into it myself as well, but I feel like sometimes when you are unavailable, like I'm emotionally unavailable, Katie, you are too. I know mm-hmm. this. And so I feel like sometimes you go so long, like being like that with your wall up and whatever. And then the second you decide that it's like, it's okay, you still are attracting people that are emotionally unavailable. Right. But then you also, because you've been, have this pent up emotion, you just go way too hard at it. And it's just like, it's just what happens when you transition out of that emotionally unavailable stage. Yes. And I don't know if her acting the way she does is almost how she thinks she should act when she likes someone yeah. kind of a I thing. I think it is. And she's just like, she's been out of the anymore. game for so long she's that you don't know, like just be yourself and it's like fucking normal. Like Paige like acts like herself throughout like the whole thing, you know, like, and like she was joking at the end with Andrea. She was like, I, how could you not fall in love with me after this? But she remains the same person well, throughout the Paige whole time. played it so well. She, Paige knows Paige what she's does, doing. Yeah. She has her emotions like on a tight leash, I feel like versus like Sierra just let her shit go. But like I like Paige really liked Andrea. I feel like, mm-hmm. and, the and like let him and then, know it, but was also like, "Fuck right. you, I'm not going to give it all up." Well, and then when she found out that he was saying those things, that he wasn't, he was not ready to not be single. She, yeah, she was hurt by it, but her emotions weren't so far out there that she couldn't rein them back quickly. So she right. brought that shit back and quickly. And then he was like, obsessed "Wait, what?" With her. Yeah. yeah, and then he was like, "Wait, I want to see her when the <laughs> after this." And she's like, "No, nah, I'm fucking Craig now." And then Sierra also like, um, so he was telling her about Madison and basically saying like, I don't think I'm ready to date long distance, which Sarah brought up a good point. She's like, if you really want to date someone long distance, should it matter? Which like it shouldn't. If you really do want to look at Paige and Craig now, like fast forward, they're long distance and they are clearly making it work. Like, so I totally agree with her on that. I just don't think Austin was ready to date anyone. Like he literally said. I feel like she was on the right track with her thought process. She just didn't go far enough with it because yeah, if someone wants to be with you, they will be with you. But what he's saying without saying it is, I do not want to be with you then. And so she needed still to likes just- his ex-girlfriend. Right. So instead of just saying that, like, if you want to be with me, you'll be with me. Don't beg anyone to be with you. You can clearly see that he's not wanting to be with you. So you need to but back she away. she was your reading thing. everything wrong because he was also saying, like, bringing up his ex because of what just happened to him. Like, because he had literally just talked to her, but he didn't tell her that. And right. she was telling Paige, like- well, he told me about his ex. And I feel like when you bring up your ex, um, it's because you're really ready to be in a relationship oh, and it's no. really going to the next step. And I was like, oh, is that how you're reading that? Um, Crazy because I've been doing it the wrong way this entire oh, time then. I think he was basically trying to tell you he's not ready to date you. 
I think that's what he was trying, he was to, trying say. to let you down and easy without crushing you in her head and was like, this just means he's ready to date me and be really serious. And I was like, where? Oh, where? like, I don't know. I don't know who told you that in the relationship handbook, but that is false. I, I don't know if that's how that works. I, I think and it's I, like, I understood her thought process where she was trying to go there and make it work. I totally get it. I can align with it, but it just wasn't that. And it's kind of hard when you're like so in lust that you're just like, "Mm," you're just trying to twist anything to make it sound like a fucking, like it's wrapped in a pink bow, you know? Like, yeah. And it's like, I, it's, it would be different if Austin had a like normal past relationship. I feel like Austin and Madison's past relationship is very Kanye. Like it's very much just like obsession it's toxic it's, it's toxic and it's obsessive. not even real love it's real no. it's a pure obsession it's just it's, about controlling and manipulation and right. making sure that the other person who's never dicks bigger right who's dicks bigger at the time and like madison always tries to make sure hers is and then austin's like a little puppy and then like he sucks and then uh, austin as a person is just very emotionally manipulative even in his like platonic relationships because Honestly, the way he takes advantage of Lindsay's friendship is so fucked up because in the episode, he says to her, like, um, when he's drunk and after the whole Madison thing, he's like, I just want to fucking cry right now to you. Like, can I just cry to you right now? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sierra comes in and he's like, deuces. And he literally is just like, uses Lindsay as like an emotional crutch, basically. Like, dude, get a fucking therapist. Like, he needs a therapist, but yet he uses Lindsay as like his emotional release. And then he uses her friendship and her being there. And then once Sierra comes in, he's like, bye, get out of here. Like get away. He just uses Lindsay. And Lindsay finally on after a watch what happens live episode was like the way Austin was to her was just kind of a dick and like was just like not really a ride or die friend sort of a thing or someone who's supposed to be your best friend. And instead he just kind of was like being shitty. And then I was like, well, if that was your turning point, which like honestly looking back, there should have been a lot of red flags for this friendship to be over. But like I'm glad she cut him off and was like, I don't need to teach a 33 or 34 year old man how to be a friend. Well, and it would be different if, like, him and Sierra were still together. Because when we watched that Watch What Happens Live, like, we didn't know exactly where things left off. Like, had I watched that Watch What Happens Live after I'd seen this finale, I would have been like, fuck Austin. Like, are you kidding me? But Mm -hmm. in that time, I'm like, he's probably still trying to pursue Sierra. So it's like, I can see where he's going to be like that. But the fact that that's not even the case, really. They didn't even leave together. Nothing. Yeah, it just, yeah, that just shows because he was literally just using Sierra for like a physical release and Lindsay for like emotional release. Right. And a lot of guys people. use women as an emotional release when it's when like you need get a, a fucking therapist. Like right. I'm not here to be like, I'll be here to listen, but like at the same time. And like, I think that's also where like feelings can get Well, because they know that the only way they're going to be able to use a woman for like emotional support is if the woman thinks that she's getting something in return. And for women, like sex and physical stuff isn't everything for us. Like, I feel like we like get more of a boner for the emotion and like the intimacy. And it's like, wait, he can put down his walls and open up to me. Ding, ding, ding. Like that. And so that's when like women get feelings because they think this is turning into something like he's you know, we are really building something. And for them, they are just putting in that piece because they know that they can so that they can still use you for like a sounding wall and for like 
a therapist, essentially. Literally. And someone that's going to be there all the time and they I don't have to worry like, about it. I should start getting paid for this if this is what it's going to be like. Like, holy shit. Well, so and I also- feel like a lot of guys, like, don't get, like, what they're doing wrong. So I'm just going to lay it don't. out for you. Like, if you are still fucking in love with someone, you need to sort your shit out before you bring someone else into it. That's rule number one. Kanye. Austin. Two, if you are like, it's fine to have a fuck buddy. It's fine to have like a hookup, but don't bring her feelings into it. That's where you go wrong too, because she's likely going to want to continue this and you are just using her for a wormhole. So don't do that shit either. Mm -hmm. And if you need like emotional support, you need to go to a fucking therapist. A girl that you've known for a short period of time is not going to cut it. Like, it's just, it just sucks that like he did that to Lindsay and Sierra, basically. Like, I just feel like he kind of manipulated the both of them yeah. in different and, ways. I mean, and in different Sierra ways. fell hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah. So Lindsay, so Lindsay kind of like moves the fuck on and she goes on with Jason, who like, honestly, Jason got way better looking to me as the season went on. Really? Like, oh, you're like kind of cute. Um, I think it was all the cooking he did. I'm not going to lie. Like, the a guy who's a good. good cook, like, really changes my mind about things. I'm like, oh, you can... See, yeah, that definitely helps. I don't, I didn't feel like one way or the other about Jason's looks. Like, I just felt like he was just, I think he's good. Look- I'm not he's like a decent oh my God, looking guy, but I yeah. think he's a really, he seems like a really good guy. And I was like, wow, Lindsay, maybe you should go for a really good guy once. Well, the thing is, I think the reason they get along so well is he's very beta. Like Lindsay oh, is very, very alpha. Yeah. Like when they were ta- having the talk at the end of you know, the episode about what next steps are. And he was like, well, do you want to like put a label on she's things? Like, no. And she was like, no. And he's like, yeah, Carry yeah, me, me neither. Carry me neither me at all. I don't want a label. The, a fact if she was like, I want to be your girlfriend, he'd be like, he'd be like, you're yes. my girlfriend. Yes. Which like for me doesn't exactly work. Like I don't need such an alpha male, but I can't have like a huge, like a bait, like my, um, one of my psychics that I would walk all over someone if they were like that, like who just said yes to me for everything. Like if you don't give me like a little bit of a pushback, like. Yeah, no. Respect. And that's what Pam, the psychic we go to was telling me yes. as well is like, I can't like be in like a relationship where it's male dominant. It has to be a very equal partnership. Yes. It, I can't walk all over you, but you also can't be a narcissist right. who I attract, but like. which also I wouldn't respect you either. So that's why I feel like it does have to be an equal playing ground. Like Lindsay needs to also find a good guy who like, she can't walk all over. I feel like as well, like, because I think she would lose respect. Yeah, but she, no, she needs a beta. And she She needs needs someone who she knows is going to be there for her. Yeah. That works for some people. Like not everyone needs an equal partnership. I personally need an equal partnership, but I feel like for Lindsay, I think she wants to be in charge. She wants to be in charge. She needs to be the dominant one in the relationship. And that's okay. Cause on watch what happens live. She just said he was one of the nicest guys ever. And it didn't seem like they were together. She said she was single. So Mm. I guess it didn't go anywhere. So, okay. So they left whatever Andrea and Paige left um like apparently gonna date in the city we all know that didn't happen or maybe they did go on a date who knows but it didn't show it but because now she's dating Craig and I'm so here for it does end though it does end with um like fast forward a few months and Paige and Craig are making out in an elevator ah I'm so excited. So for that. I'm so excited to see them together. I think they're a great couple. I love the crossover. I'm fully here for it. And Kyle and Amanda are, I think Kyle and Amanda are a great couple. I'm like so happy. I do married. too. I really the love them one together. Thing I will say that I wish Kyle would do is I don't think he sticks up for her enough. 
like not defending him but I think he's just fucked up like obliterated <laughs> and almost like can't get words out well, but even... like the thing is is like he was fucked up when he defended Sierra against Luke and he like went hard oh so he like, went hard I don't know like why yeah, when Austin's right. literally screaming in your your fiance gonna be your wife's face he was just even like, if that's stop. your friend <laughs> yeah he was stop. just like dude don't yeah don't do that but I'm like I would I want you to go hard for me he like if he's coming harder. hard at me then you need to shut that shit down immediately I wonder if maybe because Austin is a big guy like he was maybe he was a little scared. more because Austin's six five and Kyle's maybe five eight okay, so like Austin, it's a little scary honestly I feel like I would win a fight against Austin oh 100 like just because he's six five he has no scariness to him whatsoever he's no big, muscle he's not like the rock who if no, like the rock no. was like hey I would be like beep beep like back no. the fuck up I'd be he's like, like it's okay he's Kyle, more like um, he's like Gumby yeah. Yes. You're right. Like, yes. yeah. Or like one of those like floating things that are at, um, de- car dealerships that just like the wind blows them up. Yeah. And down. Like there's no muscle or backbone. Right. 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 He oh, just, backbone? he, he just, he just <laughs> literally legit no backbone. <laughs> like he's just like, Oh, I'm he's just floating all over the place. Not sure if he wants and to be just a fuck runs boy his or mouth if he wants to be a good person. Right. He just runs his mouth every now and then. And then it's like, ah, okay. And um, I was like wondering in that situation. So on the show, he got in a fight with Amanda, which is what we're talking about yeah. because Kyle told Amanda that Austin is not wanting to continue with Sierra basically. And, and like, Amanda is getting all this information about her right. friends, guys, this whole fucking season. Like, and, and she knows like, that Sierra is like, in deep like Sierra's like crying and shit like she knows she's in deep so she didn't want to go freak out Sierra so she pulled aside Austin and was like hey this is what I heard I just want to confirm this and like let's have a conversation about it and I feel like that was a hundred percent the right thing to do in that situation because I would have gone that I would have gone straight to Sierra just because I'm like always team Amanda though like I feel like right I feel like she makes a lot of smart decisions. And I think that was the best way to handle that situation. I would have handled it poorly just knowing myself. Right. I would have been handled like, it like an um, adult. in front of everyone. I would be <laughs> like, like, Sierra, Austin doesn't even like you that much. That's what he told Kyle. Right. I, and, and I probably, especially if I was drinking, whoopsies, word vomit would have been coming. I would have been pulling a Kanye. Like it would have just been <laughs> like coming out. So like the fact she even pulled them to the side was like, and then the fact great. that Austin flipped on her just shows how because fucking she was immature like, why he would is. I bring it to Sierra if like there's nothing to worry about I want to hear it from Austin first because I don't want to make my friend upset which is so nice and then Austin goes off on her which just shows Austin is immature as fucking can't handle an emotional conversation when it doesn't is isn't pertaining to something he right. wants to talk about and he's about. like it's none of your fucking business it's between me and Sierra okay yes it is then- if someone was like it's none of your business and they were like hooking up with Jennifer I'd be like it's actually all my business well and the thing <laughs> is is Austin made it other people's business when he went and told Kyle that so if it's just between right. you and Sierra then don't talk to other people about it but as soon as you talk to other people then other people are involved it's other people's business but it's only not other people's business when you don't like what's being discussed exactly because you're not emotionally mature enough to handle it exactly and then, like, Luke is just, like, in the background, like, making syrup. He really didn't add much this Tapping season. trees. Tapping and... trees. Gabby didn't really add that much. Um, what's her name? The Lin- Not Lindsay. Uh, not the other Lindsay. blonde bitch. The um, other. Uh, I don't know her name. But I liked her. I thought she was pretty. Ju- yeah. Julie. Julia. 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 I thought she was kind of comedic relief. Like, she had a good little one-liners, like, every now and then. Like, she was just kind of like, yeah. Like, I feel like the producers brought Gabby in to fuck Luke. And brought Julia in to cause drama in their relationship, but so I they guess didn't it take worked. the bait. Well, it worked as in like she 
it just she, didn't Luke blow liked up, her I enough hope. not to fuck Gabby. Right. And I think they didn't blow up enough to what they thought it was. I really thought like, had Julia never come in the house, Luke and Gabby would have a hundred percent fucked. You think? Yeah. Because like the conversations they were having, like they really like coupled up at the he beginning. He should have still fucked her though. If like, Ju- if Julia had a boyfriend, like there was no chance of you two getting together. So why didn't you fuck the other one? Yeah. I don't understand Luke's reasoning to be honest. Ever. His, he has a weird relationship with fucking. I don't know. And sucking and whatever. Like he's just like weird. I know. And I'm like, okay, Gabby's and I don't like care. Luke's not even going to hear he's, this because he has us blocked from he, us <laughs> from yeah. not even saying anything bad about him. I'm so like, we can just go serious? in on him. But like, it, like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to not fuck this model. But like, you let Hannah suck your dick for two years or whatever. Literally, her body's like banging. Like, I was like, okay, like you guys had deep conversations. Like, I mean, I guess it's nice you didn't if you weren't into her because you could tell she was really into you. I don't know, but this. But the thing is, is like he couldn't yet. You know, like he didn't know. He just chose to not fuck her, which is fine. Don't sleep. I don't. We don't sleep with anyone. (laughs) Yeah, we're not like advocating like, oh, you should definitely just do it because she's hot. It's kind of no, nice, I guess, of you to not if you're not into her. Okay. I, I mean, I guess I, I agree with Luke's decision for yeah. once. I, I, I do. I do. I see his reasoning. Because it would have turned into another. And maybe he's learning. Maybe he learned his lesson. Like, okay. Uh, I actually, just, he okay, might Luke, have. you came around. See, we're, see, okay. if you only listened and didn't block us so quickly. Well, he would listened know. for sure. That's how he knew how to block well, us. If you only didn't block us, I mean, then you would know. <laughs> see, we, that we, are we sometimes you. come around. Yeah. So you're welcome. If Luke, we see for your growth and development, we, put we on will you. acknowledge that. So if you're a guy listening to the show right now, just take our advice. It makes you such a good person. You'll be a better person after. I mean, honestly, like who needs therapy when you have us? You can't afford therapy. Just listen to Brutally Blunt. We are free. Okay, on Austin, Spotify and twist Apple your podcast. arm. Listen to us. Who needs therapy, Austin, when you can just listen to we this? Can, we'll tell you everything I, you're doing I can wrong. guide you out of that fucking situation in two seconds. I easily could. Austin's like the easiest person to read. He just He's needs to so stop emotionally being fucked a up. fucking loser. I need to know his childhood being. history. We need to know his traumas because yes. something has led him to this place. And I'm oh, not sure what it is. he did have a sibling die. Right. But oh, I don't know what that would really same. I didn't I only got a minor in psych. I didn't get my major. So I it don't... seems very like mommy issues, but right. But his he seems to have a good his... relationship with his mom on the show. So I don't know. Right. Because there's something he's getting from Madison that he's missing in his life or that he sees or that he already has seen. And so sometimes you model relationships that you see. Oh, but his parents seem to have a good relationship. So I I don't know. I wonder, and I don't know, this is pure speculation, but I wonder if his mom is very dominant in their relationship because I, in watching the episodes about his like failed beer, it's not failed, but like his beer journey when he was trying to make a beer thing and he was just failing miserably day after day. And she was very like strong-minded in that basically you suck. So maybe he, maybe she is more of the dominant figure and like, that's what he's used to. I mean, Mm -hmm. Lindsay is a dominant figure. Madison's a dominant figure. I mean, they're very alpha females. Right. And Madison even said, I'm the alpha, you're the beta. (laughs) And he was like, chill. Sounds good. But I think with Sierra, it almost switched the power dynamic. And it was like, he was the alpha and she was the beta. And he almost didn't know what to do with it and was like, skirt, let me go back. Right, I because I really feel like it had he stayed in it, like 
I think that could have been a relationship. I think it could have been an equal playing ground or eventually Sierra would have been the alpha and the beta. And he yeah, would have been I feel back like once Sierra got back into her own, she would have been the alpha. But when she, she remembered she was lost that bitch. Herself. Yeah, right. Right. And then she all forgot she was, that, was bitch. that bitch. All of a sudden, she just like was like, I'm a baby. Ugh. Ugh. Like, like all I just that. love him so much. I've never felt like this. I'm like, sorry. We don't want to make fun of your emotions because we know that you felt those, Sierra. But and like, validating we can them. tell that's, that that's not you. Um, so. But you were that bitch and then you didn't become that. And then you just unbecame that bitch. Yeah. For Austin. Right. <laughs> so and Austin doesn't know how to be that bitch. So no. he just, he just knows how to be up. with a bitch. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's where it all goes wrong. It got a turn left. It took a, a sharp this left. This is basically turn. us just psychoanalyzing the whole of summer or winter house. <laughs> right. It was a psychoanalysis. So if you guys haven't seen it, you should still watch it. Uh, maybe like our description and psychoanalysis will help you greater understand when you're watching what's happening. Right. Cause Cause I feel like right. if you can understand where Austin's coming from from the perspective of his mom's alpha it makes a lot more sense especially if you guys haven't seen um southern charm southern charm yeah so if you guys are just watching winter house or just watching summer house and winter house like we're giving you a little background on Austin from who he is right prior so yeah it's a good show. I'm glad it happened. Hopefully they continue it. I I'm I'm wait down for Southern season. Charm. I hope there's a season two, especially because Paige and Craig are back to or are together now. So well, and we're gonna see that on Southern Charm. Yeah. So, so totally I'm down for it. Very excited. Very excited. Yes. And I hope that we Katie and I will be in New York if any of you guys want to hang out. Um, but like I hope that we get to see Craig and Paige. If you guys want to like go out, just like let us know. Like, if you guys want to hang out with us, if you guys really want to do anything with us, like slide in our DMs and slide like, in the DMs. Yeah. We promise we'll respond unless you're like weird or something. But like, if you're normal, we did we'll DM respond. Kyle once just when we were in New York. Yeah. Just and he, he didn't respond. Fun. It wasn't even like a but trying it to be appropriate. Out, it was like a day before his wedding or oh, something. Oh, so he's like busy. We so just obviously wanted to know where like people his age go out. <laughs> right okay right that was it that was because Kyle's fun but I would have DM'd Amanda too like where do you guys go out no no for real if you guys have recommendations please let us know because I went out in New York last weekend and every place that I was at everyone was 26 which is fine like I don't have a problem with you being 26 but like also I would like to go to places where people are also 30 Right. Like, like 26 to 36 would be like, a right. Good range. Yeah. If it had been a, and granted, I did meet someone that was 33. So I guess maybe there were people of all ages there, but yeah. it just felt more yeah. like, yeah, I would like for it to be like, yeah, there's some 26 year olds, but like the majority of people are like 30 through 36. Yeah, exactly. So let so, us know. You have let us know. Let us know. Mm-hmm. But thanks guys for listening. As always, we've enjoyed our time with you. Make sure you guys um, follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod. Like, follow, and subscribe wherever you guys listen. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.